So yesterday, Commerce and Consumer Affairs Minister David Clark, alongside the Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson, announced the government's response to the Commerce Commission's findings on the supermarket sector. The government will match 12 of the Commission's 14 recommendations and it will go further with the other two recommendations. But the main message to the supermarket duopoly was the government was putting the sector on notice and to change at pace or face regulation. The bulk of the reforms will be included in the Grocery Industry Competition Bill and um, Minister Clark intends to introduce that later this year. So if you're looking for something that was going to make a difference to your weekly shop over the next wee while, you're out of luck. Yesterday's announcement was meant to look like action on dealing with inflation and rising costs. But we all know it's not just supermarkets that are solely responsible for rising costs. They're part of the mix, but not the whole solution. And a long-term solution is needed. It was just a little bit cheeky, the government are using these new regulations to take action on the cost of living, trying to sell it to us like that. But if you want to look at these regulations as an attempt to chain change decades worth of a lack of competition between supermarkets, then there are some positives here, especially when it comes to enabling new players into the market. So a bill is already at select committee stage stopping the use of restrictive land covenants, which prevent new competitors getting a foothold, and supermarkets have have got behind that. They've already said that. Supermarkets also are going to have to open up their wholesale arms to competitors at a fair price. Don't know about you, but I think if you want to create greater competition, you need more options. It's as simple as that. And options that happen to be close together, close to one another, to make it easy for the consumer to make choices. It's interesting, they're thrown in the code, codes of conduct and an independent industry regulator. It, look, it sounds like a good idea as long as the costs of operating these don't get passed on to the consumer. Surely some of the excessive profits made by the supermarkets can go towards this. I tell you what, I'm really interested to hear from suppliers about how they feel about the recommendations which affect them. The impression that we all have is that suppliers don't have the ability to negotiate. The supermarkets run a take-it-or-leave-it approach if you want to be on our shelves. So will collective bargaining make a difference? Will the code of, contact make, code of conduct make any difference? Would you actually use the Independent Dispute Resolution Scheme. Do you think that's going to make an impact for our suppliers? I mean, we all want we all want a better deal at the checkout, right? But we also want our suppliers to be getting a good deal as well. So have the government gone far enough right now? Some of you might have preferred a more aggressive approach. Maybe you were hoping for some kind of action that, you know, did have some kind of impact. Next week, when you head to the supermarket, I am more inclined to see supermarkets embrace these recommendations and get on with making the changes themselves. You know, we've had decades of a lack of competition, and it, it feels to me if this behaviour is going to change and change for the long term and change for the good, it really does need to be driven by the supermarkets. You might have noticed in the weekend, actually, new research from Consumer New Zealand found that Kiwis now trust supermarkets less than the banking industry. And this is largely due to the Commerce Commission's report where it stated 
the grocery sector found the duopoly is consistently making profits in excess of what they should. Oh, that, that gets you wound up, right? The percentage of those who said they did not trust supermarkets has risen from 17% in June last year to 32%. Of course, we've also seen the backlash against the price rollbacks and price freezes recently, which also kind of, I think, lacks the trust that we have in supermarkets. So do you think, you think the supermarkets are finally getting on board and realising that we're not really interested in, in, in the way things are unfolding at the moment and the pressure's on for them to do something about it. So has the government gone far enough for you? Do you think these recommendations, if embraced by the supermarkets, will earn your trust back? What I'm really curious about is, of course, there's this big issue of the cost of living at the moment, which is affecting us all in so many different ways. Are you shopping around? Are you finding prices competitive? I'm absolutely keeping a close eye on. I I frequent two supermarkets, one the majority of the time, because it's cheaper. But I do keep an eye on the prices, and if I do see a good deal at the other one, if I have to pop in to grab one or two things, I snap it up. But with the cost of petrol, what it is, is it affordable to actually be running all over town to different places to try and get a good deal? Or is it a necessity at the moment? So how far do you go to get a bargain? Or at the end of the day, do we just need more players in the market to provide more choice closer to where you are to make it worth your while to cross the street and look for that bargain.